We are in 3 Nephi 15 and 16, and again, Jesus is here teaching the Nephites. And one of the things that I really loved as I read these is how many times he says, I am he, I am the law, I am the light. And I just thought of in the Old Testament where he is known as I am. And that just had never hit me before. So I thought that was really cool that he is known as the great I am. And here we have in these verses, and it just stood out to me so much. So I thought that was a really cool little aha for me. Um, in verse 1, he says, uh, remember and do. Those who remember and do those things, those sayings that I've taught you are saved, will be raised at the last day. And isn't that the truth? If we could just get ourselves to remember the things that we hear in conference, remember the things that we learn in church and in the temple and in the scriptures, and then do them. And it just seems so easy. But if we will remember and do, so maybe we need to pray, please help me remember these things that, that I have learned and then put them into practice. We'll be saved. It's that easy, <laughs> if it were easy. Okay, and then two, um, two through like nine, I think it is, he's really talking to these people that are caught up, not getting, quite wrapping their head around that the law of Moses is complete and done. And so he starts out saying, old things have passed away and all things are become new. And what he means by that is, and he says, marvel not, old things have passed away because old means the law of Moses and the law of Moses was to all typify and to lead them to this great last sacrifice that was going to be made that was Christ. So it was thousands of years leading up to this and he says all of that was done, right? To symbolize him and prepare for him and he says in verse 5, I am he. I am he who gave the law. I am he who covenanted with my people. The law is fulfilled. It is done for I have come to fulfill the law. So don't be upset about that. It's done. It's complete. This covenant we made, that's finished. And I love that when he says it's done, it means complete. It's finished. And then he says in verse 6, I've not destroyed the prophecies of the prophets. I have fulfilled them. So don't get caught up in that. We're just now, that covenant is complete. And now we're going to have new things that are covenants with me that I'm going to, that I've already taught you, that we're going to focus on. And so I love that, that he says in verse 9, I am the law, I am the light. Look to me, endure to the end, and you shall live. And I just, I really was so touched by that. I am, how many times he says that. And so that's really cool. In verse 10, he says, I have given my commandments unto you, my commandments. Therefore, keep them. This is the law and the prophets, for truly they testify of me. So what he's saying is all of that now is the new law. All of that testifies of me. The past was to fulfill, to all lead to this great last sacrifice that would be done, which was me, this covenant. That is done. It is fulfilled. So now these new things, these are the law. These are the covenants. These are the things you do that testify of me. So it's all for the same purpose. It's just that great last sacrifice was done and fulfilled. And so I love that. 
And then in 11 and 12, he says to his disciples, you are to be a light. You are to show the way. You are to be the example and do what I do. And then 14 through 16, um, he talks about that in where he was with all of his people, he was not allowed to speak of them, these people he's with, the Nephites and the Lamanites. And he says it's because of their wickedness, their slothfulness, their iniquities, their sin, that they weren't as valiant as they should have been. So he couldn't teach them about these people. But he says, all I could say to them in 17 is other sheep I have, which are not of this fold. But I love that he says, they shall hear my voice and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. And really, that just testifies we are all the family of God. It doesn't matter where we live, where we are around the earth. We are all his. And so I love that. Okay, and then he says in verse 20, there's still others. So there's even others that we don't have record of, that we don't know of, of his children. And he and I just get so excited about this that there are going to be so many records, so many stories, so exciting because all of those will be of people who... Um, learned and grew like we have these stories in the Book of Mormon and like we have these stories in the Bible, all who were tested and had to have faith and had to grow and come closer to God. Won't that be neat to have even more records like that? And so I really love that. And then 21, he says, you are who I was talking about when I said other sheep. And then in 22, the Gentiles are responsible for the missionary work because there will be people that he doesn't testify. He doesn't come visit. Our responsibility is to bring them into the fold. And that is done by missionary work to testify of him. They will be brought to a knowledge of him through us and through the Spirit. And so I love that. And then in 24, this is so cool. But behold, ye have both heard my voice and seen me. Ye are my sheep. Ye are numbered amongst those who the Father hath given me. And how cool to know we are his. We are his sheep. And I'm including us in that because we have a testimony. We have a knowledge. We were brought by the Spirit and by um, that testimony and missionary work. We were brought by those things into the fold. And so I include us because we are his. And so I, I love that. How lucky were they to get to hear his voice to visit with him, but also to have all of these scriptures that we have in the Holy Ghost that testify. And so I love that. Okay. All right. Um, in chapter 16, he talks about the other sheep again in verse one. And then he says in verse two, they, um, for they are whom I speak who have not as yet heard my voice, neither have I at any time manifest myself to them. And so that's exactly what he's talking about. And then in verse 4, he says, I command you to write these sayings after I am gone, that my um, do not ask the Father in my name. They will receive a knowledge of you by the Holy Ghost. So he goes on to say the reason that this is recorded is for us, that that's how we will be brought to a knowledge of the gospel. It's all for us. And that's how we are gathered and fulfill the covenant in verse 5 and verse 6, that we will be blessed for our belief because it is total faith. We haven't seen him. So I love that. Verse 7, he tells us the fullness of the gospel will be known to us, which it is. And then he goes to verse 8, woe to those who have access to all of this and are unbelieving that don't believe it. And they will be, in verse 9, smitten, afflicted, slain, hated, cast out, rejected. 
And um, it just is such a blessing that we have this and such a blessing it's spelled out how if we follow and if we are faithful to him, how blessed we will be that he will honor that faith. And what a gift to us that it isn't a knowledge. These people that got to see him, these stories we have, Yes, what a gift that they get to see the Savior, but they're not blessed for their faith. They have a perfect knowledge of that. And yes, they were faithful for four or 400 years to that. Um, well, I guess it wasn't 400 years. 400 years is when they had totally turned away. But how neat that we have that promise again and again and again in the scriptures that even more blessed are those who just believe on the words. And so that's us. And I so look forward to the Lord receiving us and and being so grateful for how we have stayed true to him and those things that we have in the scriptures and staying true to our covenants and staying true to those small and simple things, reading our um, scriptures, saying our prayers, doing come follow me. We will be so blessed and the Lord will be so proud of all that we have done to stay faithful to him. And so I really love those scriptures because he's talking about us. Okay, 11, I remember the covenant that I have made, O house of Israel, and I will bring my gospel to them. And he will, to the whole world. That is his covenant, and he wants us all. And that's really a message in this over and over again, is not only I am, I am he, but that I will bring all, that they are all my children, all my fold, all my shepherd. And I love that. Okay, 13, it says, but if the Gentiles will repent and return to me, saith the Father, they will be not re numbered among my people. So again, all turn to me, all of you. 15, if they will not turn unto me and hearken to my voice, I will suffer them. And why does he suffer them? Because he wants them to be humbled and turn to him. And the big thing in 15 that I like is the salt that lost its savor. And we talked about that before, how that only comes through contamination. And so what that's really talking about is we have to repent and really humble ourselves and be who he needs us to be to bring others to him and shine the light so others can see the path. Remember that conference talk? It was so good. Okay, and then 16, that we have been given this awesome promised land because it is a land of liberty, a land of choice that we get to choose to follow him. And so we are blessed for those choices we make. We are blessed for our faith to stay with him and honor those and repent and stay by his side. And then um, he says the prophecy of Isaiah will be fulfilled when the Lord will make bare his arm, which I just have written right there. Isn't he doing that? Isn't that preaching the sermon that we have that Brigham Young talked about of fire and and floods and all of that? He is making bare his arm right now in our day to the world so that all will know he is our shepherd and we will follow him because that is the goal. That is the purpose. And so I really love this is really all about the plan of salvation and who he is and testifies of who he is and that we are his and that when he comes, he will know us because we will have been valiant in trying to be like him and he will see that. And I love that. I hope you know the church is true. And more than that, I hope you know how dear we are to our shepherd, how much our Savior loves us.